They say there are some narratives you should never challenge, regardless of which side of the political spectrum you're on. Well, today, we're going to challenge that notion. This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. And welcome to the Monday edition of Truth to Ponder. And I'm your host, Bob Bierman. Hard to believe today and tomorrow are the last days of the month of January. The month of January 2023 is going to be behind us real fast. And we have to wonder what kind of opportunities are ahead for us in February. Now, before I get into today's topic, allow me just about a minute or so here at the beginning of the program just to share a couple of more health updates. Now, when I last spoke to you on Friday, the weekend edition of the program, I had some updates. I had spoken to my surgeon who had been doing the other two procedures that we had back in the beginning of November and then again in December. And uh, we are now scheduled for a third. And it's, it's like my surgeon said, the third time hopefully is going to be the charm. The third surgery is scheduled now uh, for, which is next Monday, a week from today, the 6th of February. And so we're looking forward to this. I'm getting kind of used to uh, the procedure and the problems. And uh, I bounce back quick, but it's not easy to do the radio show for the first couple of days because I have a catheter and sitting down uh, in the studio to try to work with that is not easy at all. And, and even so, trying to get some rest in that first week. So we're trying to get everything together this week and into the weekend uh, to cover some of next week's programs. And I've asked uh, Jim Calhoun to fill in for me entirely, at least on Monday and Tuesday, maybe even Wednesday. And we'll see. And we'll have some special programs probably for a week from Thursday and Friday. And I just learned from doing this surgery now twice. It is thankfully microscopic. They're not having to cut me open or anything, but it still causes some discomfort. And I'm tired for a couple of days. Mentally and physically, I just need to take some rest and get some sleep and let my body heal. Because it is a little bit traumatic when you get in there and start scraping things out. And as the, I'll just say this much, and this is where I'm really thankful. The surgeon made something clear, and I'm not sure if I remember telling you this or not, because there's been so much going on. He has never seen that much cancer inside of any bladder that he's ever worked on in all of his years in practice. And he said, normally when you start getting a large amount of cancer, not even as big as yours, it is already penetrated through the inner linings and heading to the wall and it becomes a very difficult diagnosis and also generally a very fatal diagnosis over time. And how this has stayed contained for all these years and how I got the warning sign that it was even there. We're really believing now this has been developing for many years. 
and had this one tumor not latched onto a little blood vessel and caused some really severe bleeding. Several times over the past over a year now, I would have probably never known I had this kind of cancer until it was, well, too late. The way things stand now, if everything holds up as he anticipates, and this is the good news, he will finish taking out the last tiny bit of the cancer. I mean, I think it's like 90% or better is gone. And there was a little area that he wasn't sure how deep it was until they got the pathology report back, and now he's confident to finish the job. And then there is a treatment they put in the bladder while I'm still out for an hour. And then it's a matter of monitoring from henceforth. And the the prognosis is generally very good for someone my age. Normally, these kind of cancers at this level, you're older, so you have other things going on as well. But here we are. So I just wanted to, number one, I want to thank all of you that have prayed for me. I'm unworthy of your prayers, but you have taken the time to pray for me. There are others around the world that have done that. And I know that God hears and answers prayer. Apparently, there's still a lot left for me to do in terms of my work and my ministry. I recognize that I'm 68. I'm not 48. I'm not 38 anymore. And so I don't have as much strength and as stamina as I had in my younger years. But I have a passion, a passion to share good news with all that I can. And this radio program is kind of a dual platform to, to get into stories that maybe some places don't want to talk about, to give you an understanding of the world in which we live, but also to bring you hope at the same time. And in just a couple of minutes, I'm going to get into a couple of topics that you know we're, not, we're never supposed to talk about. I'm learning even within the listeners to this program. I'll make some statements and it's like, well, no, no, Bob, you can't say that. Why? Why can't I say certain things about certain topics? Well, because I heard on Fox News or Newsmax said or or, or this website that I follow said, and they're a conservative, as you know, Bob, and, and they're all for it. And I'm gonna get into that in just a minute, some of the things that are disturbing me. I've learned one thing in a lifetime of being in media, along with you know spending half of my working life in ministry, but I've been in media pretty much my entire life. And what passes for news today is propaganda and garbage, for the most part. You look at the news sources that are being shared by many news, supposed news agencies. I don't care. I don't care if it's television. I don't care if it's CNN. I don't care if it's Fox. I don't care if it's a newspaper. I don't care if it's your local TV channel. There are a handful of big, powerful news agencies that have correspondence all over the globe. 
One is Associated Press. They're very, very prolific in the newspaper business. Pick up a newspaper anywhere. You're going to find stories in most of your daily newspapers and your Sunday paper, and they're going to have an AP byline, Associated Press. Another one that is out there, and I know even some ministries that have paid to use it, is Reuters. And one thing that I've learned about these two major news organizations that pump out stories by the hour, just pump them out and they are sent to newspaper offices, news agencies, and these agencies pay Associated Press and they pay Reuters. You have to have an account. You have to be in the news business to be a subscriber to much of their services. Now, even when I worked in radio stations 20, 30, 40 years ago, 50 years ago, first radio station, my first paid job in radio was a little radio station in upstate New York. And in the window, uh, we were in a downtown studio location. And if you happen to be walking down East Union Street, near the main drag, you would see this teletype machine in the window. You could read the news as it was being chunk, 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 you know, typed out. And during my air shift, every so many minutes, my job was to get up, leave the studio, open the little door, and pull off the news, the weather. And and that Associated Press machine had international news stories, national news stories, and even state news stories for the state of New York. And that's how we got our news. That's how we sounded like we knew who we were talking about. And they also had detailed weather. And so radio stations, newspapers, television stations have had these services for many, many decades. The problem is these primary agencies, Associated Press and Reuters, are no better than CNN or or MSNBC. They, They lean heavily to the left. I mean, they lean heavily to the left. Unless at least one of these agencies sends out a notice, national and local media are never likely to report on any kind of an event. Many of the photographs you see in the newspaper were not taken by the newspaper. They were taken by one of these two global news agencies. And so these two agencies control much of the Western world media. I mean, we're talking Europe, United States, Canada, Australia. They, they're the go-to they pretty much decide what are the stories of the day. And the intelligence agencies in the United States and elsewhere and defense ministries, any of the three-letter government agencies here in the United States, they're fully aware of the power that these two particular entities hold. And so they do their best to feed their people at 
AP or Reuters certain particular stories. Now, if you go back 2009, a guy named Tom Curley was the president of the Associated Press. And he kind of let it slip that the United States Pentagon, in other words, our military, had more than 27,000. Listen to that number again. 27,000 public relations specialists that spin up stories and they have an annual propaganda budget at the Pentagon back in 2009 of around $5 billion with a B dollars. Now, I want you to understand as we have become even more technical, more connected, 2008, Facebook sprung on the scene, Twitter and others. And, and don't think for a moment that governments, plural, United States, Canadian, United Kingdom, Australia, New Zealand, don't think that they do not have their own set of paid influencers trying to tell AP and Reuters and Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and whatever what to think and say to control a narrative. You know, I, I, I go back, I've done a lot of work with computers. I, I was kind of ahead of the curve, maybe because I'm, I do technical stuff. And I saw the power of these devices way back in the, in the 70s and 80s. And way back, and, and let's, let's be honest, Google had the world's greatest marketing plan. I mean, they really did. They started out small, literally in a garage, with a very simple search engine. Unlike America Online, unlike Yahoo, unlike Netscape and anything else that was out there, their cl- the other websites were klutzy, clumsy, full of too much junk. I couldn't stand going to America Online. One ad after the other, another pop-up, just, just it would drive you crazy. Even if you had a fast connection. I, got, I, I had America Online, AOL, I think all of 30 days and, and pulled the plug. I said, this is garbage. I can't get to where I want to go. They're controlling where I'm going. It was obvious. And the same was true with Yahoo. It was not an open search. In other words, Yahoo, which at the time was a much, much bigger than Google, their, their business model was to have people pay them for positions on the search. When Google started, they decided early on for a while to make it just wide open. In other words, if you research a topic online using Google back in the late 90s and even early 2000s, it just went to find what you're looking for and ranked it by popularity of of the sites themselves. So I I use Google exclusively because I got so sick and tired of the fact that the other services were basically paid shills. 
And so what Google wisely did is gradually funnel everybody to them. People that got tired of all the, the advertising, they got tired of being, you know, beaten up, you know, with trying to get to something and you had all this nonsense. I couldn't stand it. But Google, there was that little white page, little search box, hit it, bam, there you go. And so what they've ended up doing is they now control through all the other people that may have their own so-called services out there. I don't care. You know, you can tell me, well, I, you know, I, 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 I'm using DuckDuckGo or I'm using... No, you're still using Google. And DuckDuckGo is a fraud. Yeah, privacy, really? No, they've sold you out worse. They lied. I, I ripped them out of my computer never to go there again and a few others that lied. Google controls over 95% of all the searches done on the internet across the entire planet. The entire planet. And you can be using all these other places you think are somebody else, but it's really Google. They wormed their way in and took control over what you're allowed to see unless you really know how to do some search. And when I'm searching topics, I have a hard time because Google is busy trying to keep me away from certain stories they don't want me to see. They don't want you to see. They don't want anybody to see. Google promotes a narrative. Facebook promotes a narrative. The United States government. And this includes the phony conservatives, the establishment conservatives, the rhinos, the warmongers. There is so many things we learned over the past three years with the pandemic of how manipulation of facts was done by the media. You get a doctor that knows what they're talking about. Let's be honest. They know what they're talking about. And they hear something on the television, some official like a Rochelle Walensky, who lies a lot. I mean, she's a just she's just a pathetic liar. She's a perfect government shill. And so, like Fauci and others, they lie to you. Yet Google, and then you go back to these companies like Associated Press and Reuters, they pick up on the narrative: vaccine good, ivermectin bad, and and so they they beat you up and try to control the narrative. And this is not just in terms of the pandemic, but there's so many other topics that are being manipulated as well. Now, I know this program, for those that listen on WRMI, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday nights follows the Hal Turner program. And there may be times that I don't always agree with Hal, but he's, I think, really dead on the money on a couple of topics. I don't often get a chance to listen to him, but I did the other night. And there was something inside of me that for the last year has 
I've been scratching my head about all that has occurred in Ukraine. And I just like that there's something inside of me that when I worked in emergency management back in in February, March, April, and May of 2020, something inside of me from day one said there's something that stinks about this. I mean, stinks to high heaven. There's something that's not right. They're not telling us the whole story. You know, I can remember... I had to watch all these press conferences at the federal level. I was in all kind of Zoom meetings for state and regional stuff. And, and I can remember watching Governor Andrew the LoveGov Cuomo talking about ventilators. Remember ventilators? Oh, we're going to need 30,000 new ventilators because everybody's got to be in a ventilator when they get COVID. And we're out of ventilators. We're going to have to share ventilators. Send us 30,000 ventilators. And, you know, we didn't have 30,000 ventilators just for New York, and everybody's wanting these stupid things. I know they have a purpose, but COVID is not one of them. And I can remember even talking to a real doctor who worked at a real hospital way back in late March or mid-March of 2020, saying, this is ridiculous. What are they doing? They're going to just make the make it worse. These people are going to die on those things. Well, New York got, they didn't get 30,000. They got like 3,000 additional. And, they, and, they, and most of them are still sitting in a warehouse, never got used. All the hype about ventilators, all the hype about this, all the hype about the other, you know, we're going to overwhelm the hospital. So we bring in the mercy ship, never got used. All these things never were used. They set up the Jacob Javits Center in New York City to be able to accommodate thousands of overflow patients, never got used. The media lied. And now you get like Dr. Wen, who is the, I'm trying to give her first name. She's one of the, you know, mouthpieces that you find on MSNBC and CNN is beginning to say, you know, maybe we overcounted Corona deaths. They maybe not have been as high as we thought. And you had that piece out of the Atlantic two months ago. Well, you know, maybe, well, maybe we need to have an amnesty we got it wrong. So let's forgive and forget the fact that we locked you down, destroyed your businesses, people committed suicide, kids are two years behind, all the face diapering. All of this was a big, fat lie. Every bit of it. And there are still people to this day that believe it. How many other news stories are out there? How many other narratives are out there that between Google, Facebook, the CIA, yeah, don't laugh. We already know that they spent money with Facebook and, and, and Twitter. The FBI, the CDC, the FDA, the Biden administration, and then you go across the Atlantic. You find the same thing across Europe, same thing in Australia, New Zealand. The same madness, the same narrative, 
the same lies are perpetuated over and over again. And I really think, looking, before we go to the break, I'm just going to share this thought. We'll get into this topic that I really want to get into in just a minute. I want to share some thoughts. And I want you to begin to think for yourself. Begin to think for yourself. What news media can you even begin to trust anymore? I am not certain that I can fully trust Fox News or Newsmax anymore because they have sold out for money certain positions. I mean, let's just be honest, they have. At Fox, you have a couple of maybe two or three that might speak their mind on certain topics to a degree. Tucker Carlson is one. Laura Ingram's another. And to a degree, even Jesse Waters. But the rest of the program seem to always carry that certain narrative that even the establishment conservatives are behind, along with their leftist brethren in the House and the Senate. There's some issues where they agree, and where they agree is what I'm worrying about. And I'll explain why I worry about them. And I'm going to share with you just some thoughts that I have been spinning in my mind that kind of sometimes wake me up in the middle of the night. I want to know the why. In my years of doing news, you wanted to give people the who, what, and where of a story. And then if you could, the why. Well, we can have a who, what, and where being accurate, but the why is what's being manipulated. The underlying story that creates the story is being manipulated. It was manipulated in the coronavirus. It's manipulated in so many ways. And when I get back after the break, I'm gonna, I want you to think and I want you to open your mind and ask some hard questions and make your mind up after you can answer some of these hard questions. Remember, propaganda, most people, will never realize that they're being propagandized. I mean, even in France, you've got thousands of people working propaganda to get to Reuters or the Associated Press or other news agencies. The same in Germany. I mean, when you have literally mega thousands of individuals behind their keyboards pushing out the propaganda and twisting the arms of the primary resources like Associated Press and Reuters, and then to CNN and MSNBC and the networks, and then it gets filtered out, and then even the rhinos believe a lot of it because there's money involved. (laughs) Trust me on that one. Whenever there's a lot of money involved, question it. Absolutely question it. We do this radio program for a reason. And as I said at the beginning of the program, it is a two-fold reason. To expose the darkness in this world, to expose the lies and the manipulation that we're all going through 
even from places you think you can trust. I'm learning not to trust a lot of places that I used to believe in. They've lied one too many times. And and while I can forgive, I'm not going to forget. If somebody's repentant, I'll forgive them. But I'm telling you, I don't trust a lot of what is being told us on a day-to-day basis. And so I try to dig and look and find and share with you. But there's another aspect to this ministry that sometimes is just never, I, I, I need to talk more about it. And this is going to be the week that I do. I really believe that we're coming into a very strange time in the Western world, actually the entire planet, but for the Western world in particular. We are financially bankrupt. I don't care what anybody says. We're financially bankrupt. We are morally bankrupt. Look at these teachers running around with their little rainbow outfits and blue hair trying to get little girls to become little boys and little boys to become little girls. It is a disease. It is a satanic disease. The ones that are not killed in the womb, we need to destroy them after they're born. And so we have a spiritual battle going on that too many Americans today, because their faith or what faith they claim they have is not a genuine faith. I mentioned it the other day. How many, how many Americans are out there that, you know, yeah, I believe in God, and if I live a good life, I'll get to heaven kind of attitude, you know, que sera, sera. I mean, this is not Christianity. My wife shared with me a story just this morning, and I've seen this before where something like, you know, 1,800-plus United Methodist churches have left their church body because of the same-sex marriage issues and, and a lot of other, quote, woke stuff. And that sounds exciting until you realize there are 30,000 United Methodist churches in the United States. So basically, two out of 30. The other 28-plus are still there. For every 30 United Methodist churches, only two have left, and some of them are generally smaller than the others. And and so it just shows that it's a remnant church body that's remaining. We have churches that have abandoned the faith once delivered. They're they're just an, an anathema. They're, they're 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 worthless. They're preaching a fake and phony gospel. People no longer participate. And and during this week, we're going to talk a lot about it. We have to. We're coming into a time of such increased uncertainty. But I've got to get you to recognize some of the places you go, some of the websites you may go to, some of the videos you even share with me. I don't trust them anymore. There are too many people selling too many. I'm going to just come out and say it. I am sick and tired of all these people that come out of some ministry and they start their own and they need plenty of money. I get it. I wish I had a lot more, but I don't. I work with what I got. And so they they sign a contract with somebody selling. True story. I had an email from a company 
that has what they call white-labeled supplements and vitamins. I know nothing about that company. I know, the only companies that I know and I trust, I deal with and I buy the stuff. I don't trade it out. I don't sell advertising. I, I give of time, but I get nothing out of it. But this company said, you know, I could, I could have the truth to ponder vitamin and supplement line. Oh, yeah, it would have my picture on it or something. I don't know. I mean, they'll, they will put your label on their product and they will take care of the, as a, what's called a direct deliverer of the product. In other words, gee, I could have a, I could have an e-commerce page on the Truth to Ponder website and you could buy my vitamins and my supplements and they'll ship it to you and I get a little piece of the action. I get a commission. My answer to that was no. I'm not doing it. I know nothing about your product. I know nothing about your company. and But you're saying how much money I could get. I, I, I Sure, I'd love to have it. I'd love to have extra income so I could maybe consider buying airtime on some other radio stations that I can't afford to do right now. But I'm not going to compromise the program to do it. You know, I... The, I know I'm running over a little bit, and I'm sorry, but you know, I, there are a lot of people selling prepper supplies and prepper foods. You know, 25-year shelf life comes in big plastic buckets that can also double as a as a toilet when the when the plumbing quits. I I mean, this is the silliness that's out there. Warehouses full of this stuff that people lap up. The other one that bothers me. You know, I've got a friend I would like to bring on the radio program, but I'll never take a dime from him, and it would never be an advertisement. I know he deals in silver and gold and knows more about the economics of this world than you and I could ever hope to know. And if I can ever get him on the program, you'd learn something. But a lot of places, and I work for one, they're a little sneaky. They'll bring on a guest that talks about gold and silver and how to buy gold and silver from me. And what you don't realize is the person selling the gold and silver paid for that program, paid to be a guest. Lots of money to be a guest. I won't do that. I can't do that. I'm not going to sell you glow-in-the-dark macaroni and cheese that lasts for 50 years. I'm not going to sell you, you know, wind-up radios. I'm not going to sell you vitamins and supplements and, and diet pills or what. I'm not going to do it. I'm going to give you the truth, honestly. I'm going to give you the good news of the gospel, willingly. And I'm going to ask you to support me financially. I'd rather be beholden to you than some company shill. I can't do it any. I, I don't want to do this. I don't want to have to deal in that world of promo codes and garbage and nonsense. I don't want to be that person. I think you lose your integrity when you do. And so that's why I come to you and say, would you support this radio program? I would love to raise an extra few thousand dollars over the next month or two. If I could, I would then be getting airtime elsewhere. There's a couple of things out there I'm looking at, I'm praying about. There's the church building, 
not far from where I live here in Virginia. That could be a media hub, small congregation. It could be a place we can gather even electronically if needed to worship. God is sparing my health and he's giving me a little more time. I praise his name for it. I've been invited to a pastor's conference and that's why I'm glad I'm getting this surgery over on the 6th because it comes up on the 24th of of February. So I'm going to be cutting it close on recuperation, but I, I know I need to be there. But I need your support more than I've ever needed it before. There's a clear cut path and I'm praying. I am praying to almighty God. I'm praying that this program will continue. I'm praying that God brings in more people to help me with the church ministry, this radio program, and a couple of other media things that God has laid in my heart. I am not a paid employee. We'd have no paid employees. We're just trying to get the word out. God is taking care of my needs and my wife's needs. We're, 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 we're okay. We're not wealthy, but we're okay. I'm not trying to, you know, have tons of money. I just want the ability to do this program without the stress of worrying about covering the bills and growing. So if you go to our website, truththenumber2ponder.com, truththenumber2ponder.com, you can support us from there using Gifts and Go. Or, or you can mail a check or money order made payable to Ancient Word Radio, Ancient Word Radio. Mailing address is Post Office Box 510. Post Office Box 510. And the city is Chilhowie, C-H-I-L-H-O-W-I-E, Chilhowie, Virginia. And the zip code is 24319. Once again, Post Office Box 510, Chilhowie, C-H-I-L-H-O-W-I-E, Chilhowie, Virginia. Zip code is 24319. That's 24319. Now, when I get back, I'm going to challenge one of the narratives that even the left and the right are agreeing on here in the United States and around the world. And I'll explain why I don't trust them as far as I can throw them. This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. The Synagogue Church, coming up. Shalom Aleichem, this is the nice Jewish boy, Jonathan Kahn, your Jewish connection, bringing you the riches of your Jewish roots in Jesus. Now get your pen out as fast as you can so you don't miss out on receiving a special free gift you're going to get and love in a moment. The church and the synagogue, these are two separate things uh, that are, we, we know them as two uh, opposed things. There's a barrier between the church and the synagogue and the gospel and Jewish people and two separate things. And to the synagogue, the church is so strange and different. And for the church, the synagogue is mysterious and different. But I want to show you something. The first church, what we call church, was in Jerusalem, and the leader was Yaakov James, his real name Jacob or Yaakov, and he wrote an epistle, which is considered the earliest ones, and it says this in James two verse two, it says if a man comes into your meeting, into your assembly, now it goes on, but the word, the amazing thing here, I want to show you the word here, for into your assembly or into your church, the word for church or assembly is synagogue. 
synagogue, which means synagogue. That's where you get the word synagogue from. You know what this means? The first churches were synagogues. What does it tell you? The first church in Jerusalem was a synagogue. What does it mean? And that's the mother of all churches is a synagogue. What does it mean? It means we have to remember the gospels to the Jew first. We have to pray for the Jewish people, love the Jewish people. Salvation came to you from the Jewish people. And remember, you are part of something Jewish. If you're born again, you are a child of Abraham. You are the commonwealth, a citizen of Israel. So be blessed. For the first church was a synagogue. Want more? Ask for the Doctrines of Caesar on CD. Now, how'd you like to be plugged into a special line, let you know on future events, news behind the news, prophecy updates on Israel, what you need to know as an end-time believer, and teachings and strength for every day of your week, and the incredible Mystery of the Temple Doors on CD. All free. How do you get it? Easy. Just remember Jesus' real Hebrew name, Yeshua, and you dial it. Just call 1-800-YESHUA-1. You will be blessed. But call now, 1-800-YESHUA-1. I invite you to join me in reaching the unreached peoples of the world in the most incredible way from Madagascar to the Arctic Circle to Jerusalem. How? Just call 1-800-YESHUA-1. On Shortwave Radio, we, we span the world in the gospel. Just call 1-800-YESHUA-1. Or you can write me direct. Here's how. Just write to the nice Jewish Boy Box 1111 Lodi, L O D I, New Jersey 07644. It's a nice Jewish boy box 1111 Lodi, New Jersey 07644. Well, till next time, this is Jonathan Khan saying Shalom Alechem. Peace be to you, my friend and Messiah. Harabenu, our rabbi. This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. And I welcome you back to part two of our Monday edition of Truth to Ponder. And I'm your host, Bob Bierman. Once again, a reminder, a week from today, another surgery, my third, I know, but hopefully this one is going to be the third time is the charm. And, and just keep me in your prayers over this bladder cancer. Things are looking good, and I'm just really feeling... I'm really feeling this desire to grow this ministry like I never have before to add the church project, which you'll hear more about later this week and even into next week when I'm having the procedure. And I'm look, I'm going to take a little time off next week to recuperate. I mean, it, normally the surgery is not bad, but I've discovered that really if I just get some rest and don't don't worry about the radio program or anything, I can bounce back quicker. And I've got so many things that need to be done. And so I thank you for your prayers, your support, financially and otherwise. And if you listen to the program, would you send me an email? I promise you I am not building an email list. I'm not going to be bugging you. But let me know how you listen. And you can write me directly, Bob, at truththenumber2ponder.com. Bob at truththenumber2ponder.com. Now, we talked in the first segment about what I call this propaganda machine out there and how just a handful of news agencies control other news agencies that then control downstream news agencies. And I don't care if it's dealing with the virus where let's just look here in the United States for the moment. And you, the same applies in Canada, same applies the United Kingdom. It's, it, it's the same everywhere. You either get like in the United States, the White House, one of the 
intelligence agencies like the CIA or FBI and the Pentagon. All of them have these mega million or billion dollar budgets to have thousands, like 20, 30,000 propaganda artists working for them. And they're pumping out material to the primary news aggregator, Associated Press and Reuters, and then even a European version of AP as well. So these tens of thousands of propaganda artists are twisting the arm of the primary global news agencies and in fact add to it the social media companies as reinforcement. We know the FBI spent millions with, with Twitter and they do the same with Facebook. They do it everywhere. We talk about TikTok. They're doing it there, too. The Chinese company that's very dangerous, I believe. And so you get the Pentagon, the intelligence agencies, the White House pushing a narrative to the through all of their propaganda artists to AP and Reuters, who then push it out to places like, I don't know, CNN, ABC, CBS, BuzzFeed. Washington Post, New York Times. I mean, it goes on. USA Today, Ziff Davis, which is, you know, kind of a computer publication. And don't forget the New York Times, LA Times. And lo and behold, even even places you wouldn't think, Fox News, Newsmax. Once again, the same stories that everybody's talking about, maybe a little differently, they're the same ones that are pushed out by AP and Reuters. And sometimes everybody agrees on the same narrative on some of the stories. For a long time, Fox and MSNBC were very agreeing about Fauci and the virus and all that in 2020. And I'm already figuring out there's some lies going on here, folks. Why am I, Why are they asking me as a PR guy to, to lie to you? And I know I'm lying. That's why I quit. I couldn't in good conscience continue to do this. I'm not going to lie to you. I walked away. And so the propaganda multiplier, you know, from your government agencies to these two primary or three global agencies that push it out even to NPR and and the BBC, you name it, and worldwide, and then it goes down to you and I. And a lot of it is a shared narrative, and that's what drives me nuts. And after what I've seen over the past 10, 15, 20 years from our news media. It reminds me of a song that I used to play on the radio in the earliest days of my career from the Carpenters. If I listen long enough to you, I'd find a way to believe that it's all true. Knowing that you lied straight face while I Yeah, I remember that song from way back when, and it does fit a lot of people today. Looking for a reason to believe what we're hearing on our favorite news channel. I mean, if you are a leftist and you listen to MSNBC, you want to believe that maybe we should have amnesty on you know documents for Biden, and I, you know what I'm talking about. 
but I'm very distrustful lately. And and understand why. I'm old enough now to have listened to a lot of propaganda and a lot of lies my entire life. And somehow we get a new set of lies and we're supposed, we're supposed to forget the old set of lies. Ukraine is something that has been disturbing me for over a year. When we first heard about troops might be going to the border from Russia, Russia may be trying to invade. And, and this narrative was echoed the same way on Fox News, MSNBC, CNN, New York Times. There, there, there seemed to be this sudden, we all agree on this narrative, and I don't know why. And that disturbs me. And if you ask any questions, you're told, you know, you're, you, oh, you're just a Putin puppet. If you even challenge or ask a question, you can't even ask a question without having somebody chop your head off or scream or curse at you. What do you mean? Ukraine is doing something wrong. Vladimir Putin is a, Vladimir Putin, he, you know, he's, a, he's an evil man. He, you know, the Democrats will tell you he tried to steal the 2016 election for, for Trump and, and 2020 and, and who know and took it away from Hillary or it, it's all garbage. Most people in the United States, Canada, couldn't find Ukraine on a map if their life depended on it couldn't tell you anything about their history because they don't know anything about it because our public education system for the past 50 years has been garbage. Garbage. It is nothing but indoctrinational garbage. Yeah, more important to worry about critical race theory and transgenderism and LGBTQ and Pride Day than a month for this and a month for that. Forget teaching history. How long has Ukraine been a nation? It used to be, when I was growing up, called the Ukraine. Not Ukraine, not a, not a country. It was a region. And a little, if you do a little bit of research, which apparently I think Fox News and MSNBC suffer the same disease, they're having a hard time doing it. Maybe Tucker Carlson is beginning to catch on. And maybe Laura Ingram might catch on. But most are refusing to catch on, and they're upholding this same garbagey, phony narrative. Ukraine, if you go back, let's just call it in recent history of hundreds of years, four or 500 years, it's never been a nation, it has been a region. It was part of the Polish Empire at one time, part of the Ottoman. You, know, you can look at all these empires. It was part of the Soviet Union. Part of it was part of Russia. Part of it was part of something else. It has never been its own nation. And there were those in the western part of the country back in the 1930s that desired to have their own nation instead of being a part of Poland instead of being a part of Russia, instead of being a part of something else, as it always had been. It had always been just a region. And who did they side with to try to establish themselves as a nation? Nazi Germany. That's right. 
people in that region, they allied themselves to Nazi Germany so they could fight the Russians and the Polish people and try to create their own nation. That country still has Nazi sympathizers in it today. Lots of them with tattoos promoting it on their bodies. Ukraine then became a part of the Soviet Union. When the Soviet Union collapsed, it finally became, quote, Ukraine instead of the Ukraine. And it has been one of the most corrupt, inept governments on the planet. It has become the money laundering operation of every deviant government, evil, conspiring public official. Come on. Hunter Biden getting paid how much to be on the board of Burisma? Doesn't even know the language, doesn't know anything about gas and oil. But, you know, there's, hey, 50, 60,000 a month for the big guy, too. It is a it is a corrupt, disgusting, vile government. Has been for a long time. Joe Biden and his son and others have used it as a way to launder money and make their oligarchs rich. And now the president, you can't say this on, you can't say this on MSNBC and you can't even say it on Fox or Newsmax. Vladimir Zelensky is an X-rated comedian with no experience in government. He's a fraud. He is nothing but a fake and a phony and a fraud. Totally fake and phony. I'm going to say this, and I'm and I apologize for those listening on the KVOH feed. Before this man, Vladimir Zelensky was the president of Ukraine, formerly known as the Ukraine, formerly parts of other nations. He used to work the bar circuit playing the piano with his penis. And then they cast him in a in a B-rated movie where he plays that he's the president of Ukraine and trying to join NATO. Ho oh, ho, sound familiar? The man has no experience. The man is just a vile individual. He's an actor. He's a phony. He's a fraud. And a couple of the mega millionaire oligarchs decided, you know, he's good looking. And people liked him in the movie. Let's run him for president. So they created the same party that Vladimir Zelensky was allegedly in in this fake movie. They created that political party and then ran him for president of Ukraine. Because they knew he was just as corrupt as they were. And he would do their bidding. And the Nazis that hold a lot of territory that hated the Russians to begin with and the Poles saw this as an opportunity to get rid of the Russian influence in the eastern part of the country. And there have been ethnic cleansing going on. You don't, that Fox News won't tell you about. 
I don't know why, but they don't want to talk about what's been going on in that nation since 2014 when the Obama administration, using American intelligence agencies, overthrew and had a coup in that country. You're not being told the truth. And we're supposed to believe that somehow this bunch of Nazis in Ukraine are beating the Soviet, well, the former Soviet Union, Russia, who is a nuclear power. Don't buy it. And now we're sending Abrams tanks. And you've got the Leopard tank coming out of Germany via Poland. Do you see what's going on here? Proxy war. Let me ask you a question real fast. When is the last time the United States won a war? August of 1945. We have been, we have never won a war since, but we make a lot of money in the war trade game. Look at the Cheney family. And so with a proxy war, we're feeding the military industrial complex and you're being fed a pile of lies from the White House, the Pentagon, intelligence agencies, feeding down to AP and Reuters, all the way down to NPR, ABC News, CBS, and yes, even Fox News and Newsmax. It's all an illusion. And I'll talk more about that illusion tomorrow. And how it all ties together, even with places like the World Economic Forum. It's time to question everything. You have to at times. You really do. Because it is a propaganda setup. And it's the only way to keep yeah, look, they use key media personalities, people you think you can trust, and then they lie to you. They've been doing it successfully for decades. And it gets worse. Now, as we close the program today, keep me in your prayers a week from today, my surgery. Uh, we'll have guest host on for a little bit next week. And then we're going to hit the ground running hard on these, to- on these topics. And now you may disagree with what I said today. And let me know why you think that. And let's, let's have an open and honest discussion. Don't have to even yell at each other. Let's just come out and say it. And I'll keep explaining to you why I'm not trusting so many of the narratives. Look at the pandemic. They lied about that, that too. If you believe in this ministry and what we're trying to do, would you consider a gift made payable to Ancient Word Radio? Ancient Word Radio. Mailing address is Post Office Box 510. P.O. Box 510. The city is Chilhowee, C-H-I-L-H-O-W-I-E, Chilhowee, Virginia. And the zip code is 24319. That zip code again, 24319. By the way, if you go to our website... You can also support us from there using Give, Send, Go. And we'll pick this up tomorrow. This has been Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. To find out more, visit our website, truth, the number two, and the word ponder.com. That's truth, the number two, ponder.com. Truth to Ponder, shining the light of truth in a darkening world.